0: Hello to you, my friend Um, I'm taking a second stab at doing this podcast Because I'm an absolute fucking loser And I just actually cried (laughs) On the last one And listened to it back and was like Fucking hell, relax Relax, Rich So, welcome to Rich Herring Podcast And this one, I'm going to try and be a bit more succinct And express the same thing But try not to be a complete dickhead So, um I wanted to talk a little bit about like where I am today right now in this very moment and I want to have that conversation one-on-one specifically with you because I feel like you're a big part of this conversation and I mean that and when I say I'm talking to you it's really important to me that you imagine that I do like really imagine you because for the longest time it's been in my DNA to be quite obsessive. Um, I'm a really big consumer, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I'm usually the person following something. I'm, like, so big into, like, musicians that I love, sports the news like i am so obsessive about the things that i like and so i'm like the person who like waits in line buys the ticket that's like very 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 much me so it's funny to like be kind of like on the flip side of that again i know i'm not beyonce but i'm just saying when i'm speaking to you i actually really feel that because uh for the longest time i've listened to people say hi guys and do their little bits for the people who support them and you can just tell that they're getting through and they they're not feeling any kind of connection, but I really am. And so I want to talk about that connection specific to you. Um and how that's relevant to my life right now. For anyone who has like moved to a different country or made any big jump and change in their life, you'll know that there's like this adrenaline that comes with that. Like the beginning of that experience, you're kind of like running on fumes and um, excitement maybe. And then you kind of only really know how you feel about that change or that decision you've made when the noise has died down a little bit and you look around and you're like, okay, this is like me rationally thinking about what's going on. And so moving back to England three months ago was very much that experience for me. I was really excited to come back. I was excited for all the obvious reasons, revisiting all the places I used to go to all the time, reconnecting with my friends, reconnecting with old friends I'd lost touch with you know, going on, seeing, meeting boys, going on nights out what I haven't done in London. <sighs> Excuse me, a little burp. But most importantly, reconnecting with my family in such a huge way because I've been away for the last 10 years. And I know I sound like a fucking broken record about that. Well, I moved in America for 10 years. But those of you who don't know, I lived in America for 10 years recently, moved back to England. So it's been like really fun and cool and exciting and just a huge change. Uh But something that I know about me is that when I'm a bit upset or stressed about something in my life what I will do is flip the switch and change it up really really quickly so that I'm like moving on and and so I'm always a bit worried I'm doing that when I think that's a good idea to like move and do something like that and so I'm always a bit worried about that silence I just referred to because I'm always a bit nervous I'm gonna look around and be like oh The way I still felt about myself, about this, about that, is actually still haunting me, or, like, that didn't change. Changing the circumstance didn't actually really impact the direction in my life, and the way that I feel about myself. And so, that's, like, a very, very real thing. And today, in this moment, whilst I am looking around, after making another big change in my life, I'm like, huh. I actually feel like there might have been a profound change this time around. And it got me thinking that this isn't really anything to do with my move. And I feel emotional about it because really what this is about is about you. And I'm not suggesting that OnlyFans or the small amount of money I'm making online has been this profound change. And I'm gonna go and buy a house without a mortgage and paying cash. I'm kind of not saying that. I'm talking really very specifically about the head on my shoulders and perhaps some um, things that I've been missing that you've given me on a very personal, deep level that has been, like, pretty eye-opening, honestly. And let's start with the money piece. You have changed things for me. I was able to move here uh, on my own terms, on my own time, without having to stay on the couch of a friend and panic and get the job so I could survive. You have enabled me to operate in a relaxed capacity that's been a real privilege during this move and that is because of the money it's not a ton but it's enough that I felt like the time was now for me to move and focus on my happiness that in itself is huge the main thing is I feel like I've met the old me that was ambitious and so motivated but mostly I was like my first call I will I back myself in so many ways and that has been missing for a very long time whilst I've been a bit of a a square peg and a round hole for the longest time and I feel like that sort of has stopped getting support from people who I do not know online it's kind of nuts and so beautiful feeling from you that I can do anything and that I'm supported even if it just means that the sexual content I'm putting out you find sexy or you think the words that I'm saying on this podcast resonate with you in any way or if you're even just listening the listening and the attention is something that I have not had for a very long time I've lived by myself for 10 years my dog has been my best friend and I know that so many people can relate to that feeling that loneliness honestly And having you come and flip the switch has changed so much in my life. Because the truth is, for the longest time, I probably could have been happier. I don't think I was necessarily the person in the room who you would invite back in a hurry. And I kind of always thought that I was. And for the first time ever, I feel honestly a bit like I am the person you want in the room. Because I'm, like, bringing very good energy I used to be so jealous of people before who were so relaxed in nature and were able to make people laugh and be the person who was invited back and were just so nonchalant about it. And I always was so envious of people's ability to be that person. I always felt like happiness was such a privilege that some people were just gifted and I didn't realize really that it was anything that would have suited me. And I really can't really express enough that you have given that to me. And this is the part of the podcast when I was talking about before that I cried in because it is so emotional and so profound. And anyone who's really close to me in my life has really seen that difference. And it's very, very real. And it comes from you. Um, and it. I feel very, very, very enabled to do so many of the things that have, I left dormant inside of me for so many years and... I just feel like I'm coming at this new chapter of my life with a completely new perspective that's about doing the right things and making the right decisions for who I really am. And um, we'll see where that takes us because I don't have any huge idea. But what I do know is I'm absolutely loving making content online. I'm feeling so energized to make podcasts and churn out content like this and see what works. I feel so motivated to spend my time outside of this Um doing the right things, and working on other passions, which I'm so excited to share with you soon, and I am really thankful, and I put it down to you, and I really, really, really mean that. I do really, really mean that. Anyway, on that note, without being too heavy, after ironically talking about being the light, bouncy person in the room, I was just like a bit dramatic and heavy, but I guess I feel like I've done the best at wrapping up that sentiment and passing it on to you, and I'm sure I'll keep talking to us that feeling evolves. But something I did literally speak to you about. Um I asked people if they had any podcast questions and I have one, two, three, four, five. And two of these are voice notes and I asked both the dudes if I could play the voice notes on here. So I do have their permission. So I'll play the voice notes where I have them. But I'll start off with the first one, which is hey Rich, do you have advice for someone starting OnlyFans? I don't want to answer this question fully for two reasons. The main one is, this would be actually quite a cool topic to do with uh, OnlyFans creator I respect to talk a little bit about this, but the main thing is when I made OnlyFans, it was kind of more just like a place that I could put the content that I was making, it wasn't really for money or followers, and I think that's like so important, I think there's something so contrived about so many content creators online who like really uh think they're being like super smart and strategic to try and make all this money or make all these followers and like i'm not your guy to come to for advice if it's that because i don't know i just think that's all a little bit lame honestly um i think that you should create an fans and start on an any fans just as authentically as possible again like referencing myself being a huge component of a fan culture and a huge consumer like audiences are smart so like if you're putting something out there which has like a little waft of bullshit people can smell it and it's like it's just like don't underestimate like the the other people on the other side of the microphone on the other side of the camera um just like don't underestimate those people and just do something that's authentic to you that really makes sense and you'll know when things are a right fit because it's like kind of the sentiment and the feeling i've been explaining this podcast like some things just click and then go for it but do it for the right reasons have a lot of fun and don't have any expectations really would be my main advice but i would like to sort of talk about all of this with another creator on a podcast sometime do you have a mantra that you live by oh my gosh this is like the most ideal question for me because i have so 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 many okay i'm going to base this around quotes i think so i moved to america Um, when I read a quote that said change nothing and nothing will change which I mean sounds so obvious but think about all those people you know who like complain about like where they're at in life or about x y and z and you know that they're just doing the same shit over and over again which is basically most people change nothing and nothing will change I completely live by that I do totally think of life as like a whole bunch of like process of elimination I think the worst thing you can do is sit still and think about waiting for something to come to you just do stuff and you're right lots of that stuff won't be right for you but it's a process of elimination keep optimizing and find out what makes you happy or what the right job is or whatever it is or who the right people are just like life is a process of elimination i like completely live by that that's a rich hang original um and then i also think i heard one time somebody say that success is perspective over perception which honestly is kind of to me like the definition of growth. Because to be immature to me is like really standing in conviction in your perception of something. And that's why people argue around in circles, right? Because they're like really trying to convince somebody about the way they perceive something to be either wrong or right or, you know, talks to people around. But I think growth and maturity is perspective over perception so being able to have different perspectives and some of the adults in my life who are some of the oldest people I know stand in their perception and not their perspective or other people's perspective and I think that that is very important so quite often I'll get like you know a little bit wound up impulsive or emotional about something and I'll remind myself to change my perception to perspective that's super useful for so many ways um and I guess I go between two things. Tread the path the least travelled, that will make all the difference as a notion of, you know, individuality and, you know, doing, doing, um, you know, your own thing sometimes is most effective. And also the quote, um, sometimes the road less travelled is a road best left behind. I also do think sometimes knowing when not to be super individualistic and actually avoid that Um, is also like a a maturity maturity. so when you come to a fork in the road decide whether it's the right time to put your head above the parapet and when it's the right time not to I guess that was a little bit that was a little bit uh, a bit meta wasn't it but didn't make loads of sense but I I know what I mean Um, and then I guess that's into this voice note from this kind dude Okay, you want a question so um i apologize i've had a spliff so if my question is a bit random then that is why uh so my question yeah oh, what was my question um oh fuck, what was my question oh now i'm distracted by american dad wait come back I'll, I'll come back okay i remember what it was okay so um uh do you have like a sliding doors moment in your life like so if something had if you just made a different decision or something very small had gone differently that would have sent your life in a totally different direction so my, my like mine is a guy that I met on holiday years ago um who ended up getting me a job that then like started my career and sent me off to where I am now so like if I had never met him or if we'd stayed in a different hotel or we'd gone somewhere else or whatever then like what would my life be so um yeah what's that Okay, so sliding, I, I absolutely love that voice note, by the way, Um, sliding door moments in my life is not really like definitely like how I see my life. I'm not a super relaxed, like easygoing person. I'm chill, but not super easygoing. So, like, for me, I always, like, really put myself in the middle of things. Like, moving to New York when I was 21, I can think of, like, so many examples that are very much like that. Where I just, like, I referenced before, process of elimination, just put myself in situations. So I never really felt like life was happening to me, to be honest. And this notion of sliding doors kind of is, like, when life happens to you. Um, and I also kind of, like, believe in fate and us all having, like, a prophecy in our life that no matter where you go and what you do in your life you're always going to sort of fulfill that prophecy i don't know i think that that's sort of like the case and especially how i feel right now with finding people online and finding this sort of new lease of energy in my life at 31 um so yeah i don't think of of those sort of sliding doors moments i know you referenced like meeting somebody who gave you a career but i think that that career was probably meant for you and if you didn't meet him I believe, that you'd have got yourself in that spot. Um, and then I have one more voice note to you from this dude. Hey, so, okay, I have a question if you're still taking questions for your podcast. Uh, here's my question. So I'm one of the ones that follows you on Instagram. I follow your Twitter account. I follow your OnlyFans account. Um, and my question is this. So... I've commented on, like, several things of yours. In fact, pretty much everything that you put out through Twitter and through OnlyFans. My question is, does it ever creep you out that you have a follower or a subscriber that uh, contacts you a lot or that is always liking your stuff or always commenting on it? Um, you know, I've always wondered about that. So I'm curious as to what your thoughts are. Um, yeah, so... The concept of having anyone anyone giving me attention is making me successful at this and so the maximum amount of comment and interaction i can have with you is really satisfying for me because i get to like actually know a bit more about you and it makes this whole experience so gratifying and then the second piece is that you're really helping me build my success so i would have no worries about that I don't feel like i don't have very many followers i think about 100 people listened to my last podcast so i'm not really worried about feeling like freaked out or anything i don't think that that's a concern and if there was any kind of crazy level where i felt like there was all these people in my somebody in my life or a few people in my life where i needed to be more careful and protect myself like that would also equate to being pretty successful so for right now thank you it's all i have to say um what else do I have here? Somebody said, you mentioned the disparities between the UK and the USA, but is there anywhere that you'd like to live or stay and travel, whether it's shooting content or exploring the place? And if so, where would you explore? Hmm, I have like an opposite answer to this question. So as I referenced before, that like one of my sort of sort of natural feelings is to, is to go and keep... Rotating different life experiences, and that's very much how I've lived kind of like my whole youth. And at this time in my life, I'm also like, I'm trying to do the opposite. So, in terms of like feeling like I want to explore a place or live somewhere new, it's like very much something I've gotten out of my system a little bit. And I'm trying to be a bit more mature in the decisions I'm making right now, which is a huge reason I actually came home was so that I could get to know my niece who was just born uh, better and have a really much more meaningful relationship with her and have my feet on the ground. And start to build a life um, that has a bit more substance to it and stay in one place. Um, So the idea of like moving somewhere else right now, it's not where my head's at. Um, And in terms of moving to America, that's something I will never do again. um, Unless things get so much better in the way of gun crime, um, political decisions. Uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But if it did, I would definitely consider moving back to the USA. But right now I don't find it to be... A safe space I find as I've mentioned before some of the individualistic culture to be so bad for people's mental health um, and I in living somewhere else yeah why not but no it's not really something I think about right now anyways that was me by myself um, giving you a little more sort as to what's happening inside of my head um, but yes thank you so much for everything i really mean that and i hope that it comes across sincere because I, I really i really do mean it anyway love you do so much um i love reading your messages about this podcast and anyone who said anything about my brother i screenshot it and send it to him right away and he like his dick gets hard over it i know it does he pretends it doesn't but he's like so into it so i'm sure we will be back soon anyway love you guys bye